welcome to episode 162 of We The Gamer Cast. It comes to you every Monday on YouTube.com slash We The Nerdy and iTunes and Google Play. I, I said that weird. That was backwards a little bit. Guys, thank you for listening, for subscribing, hitting thumbs up, leaving a comment saying just like, I was here, even if you're my mom or you're my dad. You can say like, hi, Sean. I'm really proud of what you're doing. You, that may be actually happening, guys. Thank you so much for coming back. Uh, we had a couple shows last week, which we're going to get to in just a second. But if you're new, here's the deal. Every week I have Sweet Hangs with a Stranger from the Internet. And if you want to be on the show, it's easier than you might think. Just tweet at me at Sean Capri. Sean like Connery. Capri like the pants. This show is is possible. You're watching this on video. And last week we had Mr. James Johnson, Dr. Doom, who I didn't realize nobody knew his name. <laughs> <laughs> so you know him as Jams, youtube.com slash jamsgams. Um, it's all possible. Thanks to everybody who supports us at patreon.com slash make us better. Videos there, returning guests are there, all the stuff is there. The green screen that is is not up right now behind me, but it's there because of you guys. So thank you so much. And so I want to thank say a special thank you to our platinum executive producers, Mr. Corey Hicks at twitch.tv slash chicks underscore 18 and Mr. Mark Moody at youtube.com slash out of lives. Our gold executive producers, Tony Baker, Sheldon Benedict and Panache Malloy. All wait, Tony Baker's not been on the show. Everybody else has been on the show. Guys, come on. Tony, let's do this. Our executive producers, Steve and I, Afraidy, Joey Splats, Caro Underwood, Dante Bellini Jr., Jared Gauthier, Dude427, Kevin Austin, Josh Borboni, Tammy Ryan, Robert Bobby Miller, Tim Alf, Joel Brooks, Martini G, Nasty Boots, David Ray, and Jesse Armstrong. Guys, thank you so much. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for supporting us. Um, it's been a wild ride here on We The Gamer Cast. Um, some laughs, some cries, probably some, I think, I think, Jams burped at some point. It's you get it all here with the gamer cast, and today is no different. We've got uh, Mario Not Bros. I'm going to say his name maybe once while we chat, but I'll probably introduce him as Mario Not Bros. So I, I make sure that I not mess it up. This is, uh, and by the way, not not Mario Mario. This is an absolutely phenomenal episode. I can't wait to share it with you guys. But before we do that, uh, something caught on last week. Was it? It wasn't before the James episode. It was before the Kyle episode of just kind of just. And try this, guys. Warren, if you're watching, uh, just try this. When you're listening, think of three things that you're grateful for. My three things are, number one, Skype. As much as we all curse Skype, I just had a, a lovely conversation, good hour, with a good friend uh, from way back when. You might know him as the Nintendo guru. I'm grateful for Skype for bringing us together. We were reminiscing a little bit of all the different moves that we've had, like the different setups. Like Him and I have known each other through in different um, spaces, uh, we've met once before, but we see, we, we, we have this relationship through the camera. So it's always like in the same spot too. So it's interesting to see new settings kind of for, for Bobby. So I'm grateful to Skype for that. I'm grateful for my dad. Uh, he was over yesterday and, uh, I had, had commented, um, I, I wanted to, to make some changes with, with my setup here. And he's like, let's just do it. And it, it required just a couple of like kind of tedious moves, but it was very great. I was very grateful and it was very helpful to have. A second set of hands. I moved all a bunch of stuff. I broke most things while we were fixing everything, but everything's back. Uh, I think I've got everything there. I also discovered that the green screen has little feet at the bottom. I didn't know that. Anybody who's got this green screen before uh, probably knew that. And uh, my, it kept tipping back. And I didn't realize there's these little like stands that you can kind of like kick out. And that keeps it from flopping back. So thanks, Dad. Um, also, grateful for podcasts. I was, I've just been ke- catching up. I actually am at a point where, and you guys have seen my podcast list. I'm like caught up and I'm just very grateful. I feel like it has given me so much to like look forward to, to build, like to stretch this creativity. Um, it has led me into streaming. There's, there's so much and it, it helps me kind of just like 
flesh out my thoughts a little bit and just and it occupies my mind i'm grateful for podcasts for so many different reasons so i want to keep this up if you guys if you guys want to leave what you're grateful for in the comments i think this is a really cool thing that we've got going on it helps me uh get into a positive space and i hope it helps you even if you're just hearing me if if that helps that's great and um yeah i think i'll just kind of leave it at that if you guys want to give that a shot um then then we'll do that but I'm mostly, if you guys haven't checked it out already, youtube.com slash we the nerdy. I'm having a whole lot of fun streaming Tuesdays and Wednesday nights. Uh, unless I'm recording a, a returning guest, that's usually happening on Thursday nights, but, but pretty damn sure Tuesdays and Wednesdays at the very least, check it out. Be playing some God of War, probably playing the, the Witcher and then maybe even Octopath very soon, but stay tuned on that. Let's get right into my, uh, a chat with Mario Pacquadillo. I said that wrong. I totally said that wrong. Totally. Mario, not bros. I'm so sorry, Mario. Maybe I said it wrong. It was close. Um, kind of funny best friend. One of the most genuine and kind people I've talked to in a long, long time. Thank you. So I'm not, I'm, you know what? That's not true. I just talked to Kyle Stevenson. So all the kind of funny best friends, amazing people. I feel like I said to him after the chat, uh, he's like the cousin I never had, except that I've got cousins. I want, I basically just think that he's my family. That's what I'm saying. So hopefully uh, you guys connect with that a little bit. Here he is, Mario, not bros. I'm way more interested in your jersey, man. Finally, I have like a hockey fan. Oh, yeah, you're a hockey show. Oh, I'm Canadian, so it's automatic. Makes sense, yes. Yeah. I'm from New York, so I'm just born and raised in Rangers fan. Yeah, so is it like an automatic like Rangers-Yankees thing? Like, is it... Pretty much. Yeah, like there's no where choice. You come from. Yeah, it depends on your roots. Like, it, there's not really a choice. It's like, well, we're from here, so this is where you root for. Where's, like, where's here? Like, where specifically in New York are you? So... I'm right now not in New York, I'm in Florida, but from my dad's side, they all stem from the Bronx, so okay. it's like heavy, heavy Yankees area, mm-hmm. so that's, you know, Yankees, Knicks, Rangers, Giants, yep. it's just the way it is, like, I didn't really have a choice growing up, it was like, no, this is what you're a fan of, it's like, okay, I guess I am. But honestly, like, that, they, there could be worse, like, yeah. sports, I guess, areas to, to grow up in, oh, I mean, definitely. you could be, you could be an, an Islanders fan. Like our like our friend Colin, exactly. or a Jets fan, which I am not, dude. So the first time I went to an NFL game was at a Jets game, and I and I'm sitting there going like, and I had to like because I wanted to dress up and everything and get into it. And everything. I actually have the sweater like right actually right over here. This is this is the show, just so you know. But like this, like I like I bought this in New York, so I'm sorry okay, that I nice. even have this. But I, <laughs> I so the reason I tell you this is because I was sitting there. Like, looking at all these Jets fans, and we're sitting in what was then Giant Stadium, and I'm going, like, you guys know that, like, a way better team plays, like, just every other week, right? Like, like right here, exactly, right here where you guys are, like, way better. Like, they, we've won Super Bowls, like, a lot of them. I, Super Bowls. <laughs> Actually, that's really when I, I think I probably, and this is where I'm maybe a bit of a bandwagon jumper, I first started getting into NFL. It's kind of like when the, the first Patriots-Giants Super Bowl and just like the ridiculous, like this catch, oh yeah, like up against oh, yeah. the helmet and everything. Oh like, yes, just classic, man. So I'm, I'm oh, like a. Course. My dad hates it because he wants me to like the CFL, and I just, I just can't, man. I, I just. Can't. Have you even watched? Yeah. Have you watched any of it at all? I've watched a few actually. When I was in San Francisco for prom, I was like at a restaurant, and a TV had some CFL games going no, on. No, it didn't. <laughs> and we were watching it, and we we're just like, man, the CFL dog. Like, what is this? <laughs> It's awful, man, and like it's I can't even sad. I can't even go to a game. Like I, I went a few years ago, and it's just like 
I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And we're good. Like in Edmonton, we're good. Like we, yeah, we we've like we started like not winning because we were sort of bored of it. We were so great, mm-hmm. and then it's just like, ah, oh, it's it's not not so good. Yeah. So then, what is it like being a, like a New York transplant? Then basically, like moving to Florida, but still like very proud New York New Yorker. I was gonna yeah, say Newark, yeah. that's a made up word. New Yorkie, no New Yorker. <laughs> I mean, it, it's good. There's actually a lot of New Yorkers here in Florida. Yeah, which is funny enough. And I have a lot of family, like I have aunts that on like a winter, they come down here just because it's way too cold over there. So they just come down here and spend their summer, Mm -hmm. like pretty much it's just opposite. How Uh, is it? Yeah, it's good. It's good. I I, I have a lot of New Yorker friends. I have a friend who's a kind of funny best friend. He still lives in New York, but he works a lot down here in Florida. Yeah. So he comes, comes here and visits. We watch Yankee games and whatnot. It's great. I love it, man. A good friend of mine is a huge Rangers fan, and he gets into oh, yeah. it too because, like, so I'm from Edmonton, so actually our teams have very linked connections. Yeah. Glenn oh, Sather, yes. Wayne Gretzky, like, it always goes Gretzky. on and on. Absolutely. So it's funny to see kind of, like, the back and forth with that. But I'm I'm curious, man, so why why move, though? Why – I'm you said kind of your dad's family. Like, are your parents still together? Are they split? Is that part of the move? So – my parents are split. They've been split ever since since I was a kid, so it's nothing new. Sure. Um, but mostly, I mean, I I have family like all over the place. We also stem from Venezuela, so we had some family over there. Mm-hmm. I used to live there, but we moved also um, back into the U.S. again. And and I had I had some family on my mom's side here in Florida, mm-hmm. so we all decided to come to Florida. It's a little cheaper for now, and eventually at some point we'll probably go back to New York. But for now, we're here. We're good here. It's New not York seems impossibly expensive. Like between New York and San Francisco, like obviously just world class cities, but it's exactly so. That's that's part of the reason why we're not there right now because yeah. we just we can't really afford it, and we, we're more comfortable here. So we're we're fine here. We watch mm-hmm. a few Rangers games. I have the the Panther Stadium. It's literally fifteen minutes away. It's oh no way. It's like 10 minutes away from my house, so I go there all the time. Holy crap, dude. Okay, so I would have gotten married like just 10 minutes away from you then. So I got, oh, really? I, I got married in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, I work in Fort Lauderdale. That's crazy. Yeah, man. So we went to see a Panthers and Montreal Canadiens game. Nice. Like the, I think it was like the day or two before I got married. There was like a whole bunch of family up and just a bunch of the guys went to a hockey game. And it was hilarious to see, like, I don't know if you feel this as well, especially as a Rangers fan. It was like the 20th anniversary, I think, for the for the Panthers. And they were they set up all this stuff for like, look at the history of the Florida Panthers. And it's like, guys, come you guys on. Don't have, you, you don't have that much history. Come on, guys. John Van Beesbrook with his awesome <laughs> help, like Panther helmet. Like, that's kind of you had some good people kind of like pass through. But they're. But that's about it. You had a good debut season. You had Yarmie Yager for a bit, but that's about it. Yarmie Yager's a beauty, man. Oh, absolutely. I love that guy. (laughs) He's a gem. Oh, I adore him. He's the best. Do you play hockey at all? Or just a fan? Just a fan. I didn't even get a chance to play much. I like like maybe every now and then, but I I play more basketball than I do hockey. Oh, do you really? Are you tall? Yeah. No, I'm super short, which is a bad thing <laughs> in basketball. But short, dude. <laughs> I, I I picked the wrong sport as a kid. That's all right. There's a lot. There's plenty of short guys. Steve Nash wasn't tall. Exactly. There you go. He's the only one of the only people. As a Canadian, I'm I'm obliged to whenever we talk about basketball. Of course, guys, Steve you got Nash. It. That's <laughs> kind of has to come up. Exactly. That, that's pretty much it, dude. I love it. I What's love it. so? What about the the Venezuelan background, man? Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on 
in Venezuela. Yeah. Like, so what is is that? Are you connected to it at all? Like, are you still have family back there affected by everything going on? Over I there? have I have very little family. I, before I used to live there. Uh, me and my mom lived there. My dad lived there, but pretty much everybody has left at this point. No doubt. The only I have like one or two people left there. Mm-hmm. But like I said, my family spread all over the place. I have people here in Florida, people in New York, people in Houston, people in Spain. Like it, 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 that's awesome, a man. Wherever yeah. you go, you get a family to stay with. You got places to stay all over the world. Pretty much exactly. Maybe in San Francisco. Well, best friends, you guys can all just kind of like get together. That's the oh, best yeah. thing, man. The first time, first kind of funny live. I went to the second one. And, second um, but it's just amazing. Like you just see all these people crammed together and like Zyger is, I don't even know what he's either drunk or hanging out of he's, a window uh, or whatnot. Oh, he's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I get what you're saying. It's a, it's a very family, like feeling event. Like yeah. you're there. And even if you don't know people, you can just walk up and talk to them and they're going to be nice to you and mm-hmm. help you out. Like it's great. It's a really special event. Was prom your first one? First Second one. Event? I, went, yeah. I went to KFL three last year and now prom. Nice man. So how was yeah. prom? Tell me, I talked to uh, Kyle Stevenson yesterday, which would have been last week's episode, but now nice. it's kind of, it's kind of nice to kind of like catch up with everybody post post prom. I know. Right. Yeah. Our prom was a lot of fun. Like yeah. honestly, after KFL three, I thought that was I was like, yeah, this is the best weekend of my life, hands yeah. down. Can't get any better than this. But then prom completely blew, blew out of the water. <laughs> really? Yeah, I was also there for about a day overall longer. Yeah. So I got there a day earlier than most people got there. Most people got there on Thursday. I got there on Wednesday, pretty early in the morning. So I mm. got to hang out with a couple people there, and we just hung out a lot. Had a, had a lot of fun yeah. through the whole. Yeah, it was great. It was how, really, really great. How is the West Coast for you, though? You've been East Coast your whole life. Is it? Is it? It's got to be drastically different, just lifestyle it and is. area and everything. It is really different, but it's surprisingly nice. I would have thought that going to San Francisco, I wasn't going to like it as much. Yeah, but I actually love the city. It's like, pretty nice. The really the only actual like terrible thing I could say about San Francisco is the pricing. Like it's oh, how absolutely. It's because other than that, I would love to live in a city like that. It just mm-hmm. couldn't because of the price. But mm-hmm. it's it's such a nice, such a nice city. So, like, where are you in life right now? Are you in school? Are you like graduated? Or like, where where on your path are you right now? So right now, I'm mostly uh, working and just expanding on my own stuff. Like, I have yep. my own YouTube videos and such, and I will start school very, very soon. There's no set date yet. Mm-hmm. But I did take a break after high school for a bit. Uh, because, you know, we moved down here to Florida and it was like, you know, kind of restarting life and all and whatnot. No so I took a break from from things like school, but I'm going to get started on it again soon. There's It's not going to be like next month, but it is going to be soon. It's, it's not something I'm completely letting aside. I highly recommend it, man. Like, and I don't know, everybody is different. Some people really enjoy going right from high school, right into college and everything. But like I took six months off and I was able to kind of like in that in that short time period, I went like, Oh, I probably do need to like elevate myself in some way, shape or form or another, like whether it's post-secondary for like business or trades or something. I was like, I realized that I probably would be doing whatever it was. I was, I think I was a cashier at the time and I'm like, I'd probably be doing that for the next 50 years. And I had no real interest in that. Exactly. And I also met a lot of people who like did the thing of going straight in because their parents wanted them to go straight to college. And then they just didn't really have a passion for anything. So they hadn't yeah, found exactly. that thing. So I'm with you, man. Like, I, I think it's really important. But like, so like, what kind of like drives you to you say you, you still kind of like, it's part of the plan. But like, what what drives you to, to say that? So currently, 
honestly, which is which is funny enough, prom is one of the was one of like the biggest factors of like yeah, I yeah, man. have let it let it die a little bit on the side a little too long, and I do want to get back on it. It's just it's like you said, it's like elevating yourself. It's not even that much of like oh, I want to be you know oh great successful and whatnot. Like sure, that's obviously a big part of it, but I I also think a big part of going to school is personal growth. Yep, in the way of like. Even if I even if I graduate and get a career, maybe it doesn't go anywhere. I still feel like I accomplished something, mm-hmm. and I did something that could lead me to a better place. Yeah, man. So that I feel like that's a huge part of it, and prom really helped me, kind of sell me on that aspect of school. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm more motiv- more motivated right now than I was maybe six months ago. Because the kind of funny, like the best friend community is is interesting in that like. Like the ages range from, I swear, like two months old or however old Nikki, uh, Nikki's daughter is about a year old. Yes, right now. exactly. So basically from there all the way up to old geezers like me. And like, so you kind of have like all of this, this in between. So like for, for you, I, I know like I look to, to Greg as well. And every time I hear about Mizzou, I just saw, I just saw this great, um, I think it was for a basketball game. This guy was singing the national anthem while painting something, and you couldn't tell what it was. Oh, he flips it yeah. over. Did you see that? Yes. That was I've Mizzou, that right? Before. Oh, incredible. It happened for Mizzou. That guy I've actually seen a lot of times before because he's, he's pretty famous in like basketball halftime shows. Yeah, he, he should be. He was, a, he was a Madison Square Garden last season, I believe. He did a really cool painting. Yeah, that guy is, is, is talented. Speaking of Madison Square by the way, this show is just like all over the place, man. I have absolutely like no idea oh. where we're going to end up going, but – it sounds like I love it. we're in it. Um, Madison Square Gardens, I found by accident, dude. Like I was just kind of like oh, wandering really? around in New York City, and we took the train somewhere. We hopped out, and we bought. And so it's um, oh crap! I'm totally, I'm totally dropping it right now. The station, Penn Station. Um, Penn we, Station. We leave it, and we turn around. We're like, oh, there's Madison Square. Like, how did we just like accidentally find like this world Stumble famous? Upon it. Yeah, un- incredible. Madison um, Square is phenomenal. I adore that state. It's. It's, yeah, I mean, I, I met Bobby, the Nintendo guru there. I've had many, many uh, memories there. Um, yeah. It's so magical. yeah, man, I'm, I'm impressed by like, I guess the thing with the, with the kind of funny best friends, everybody's there to support each other, which sounds airy fairy, but like truly like by being part of that community, you're like, I want to do something better. Like I see somebody else doing something better. I see somebody else pushing themselves. And, um, for you, like I've heard Mario not bros as being part of the kind of funny community for like a long, long time, like part of Twitch comments or questions or stuff like where, what was your on-ramp? What was your entry point into, into the kind of funny community? So for me, I've been a fan of Greg and the whole crew for a very long time. Um, I started listening to, I, I started reading part of like IGN a very long time ago, but I actually started looking into more of like the personality side of things mm-hmm. around, I want to say it was like beyond 270. Yep. It's kind of around the, the time where I jumped on. <laughs> I love what everybody's timeline is like that. It's like beyond episode number. It's like before exactly. 300, which was so key as well. For me, it was for me it was like a little bit before 300. That's yep. all I remember because I, I remember that. when 300 happened. And then I stumbled upon Greg's like personal YouTube channel where he did things like oration, conversation mm-hmm. with Colin, all that stuff. And, you know, I was just a, a fan of them. And, and then they started the Game Over Greggy show, formed kind of funny. And I was fan, like, I was a fan from the go. Like, mm-hmm. and I've never left. And I'm very obsessive in the way that I can't not watch any of the shows. <laughs> I know what like, it's like, dude. I watch absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. And whenever I can watch live, 
it, it is a thing. My brain is really mean to me because if I'm watching live, I'm like, you know, you should you should really like tip them just to let them know. You know, you're cool. <laughs> All right, I'll give them a tip. Yeah, man. And, and that's the thing. Like people are always like, oh, I've heard your name forever. And the first thing I usually say is like, well, yeah, it's because I spent a lot of my money tipping <laughs> like an idiot. That's really it. <laughs> yeah, you and you and Franklin Sizemore, you and the Arctic Sloth, just like all the time, dude. It's all the money in the world, mm-hmm. and it's like I look back and it's like, oh. God, but I mean, you know, it wouldn't have got me where I am, I guess. Well, I was gonna—I was saying to Kyle last week, or I guess for me yesterday, like it—it's great because they really make you feel like every every one of their successes is thanks to you. It's like everybody—it's this shared success. It's like they can't take it to the next level without you or without us or the community and everything. And it's that's something special, man. I—I I have been on the internet since it started, <laughs> and I feel like that's not really really a thing. Yeah, it doesn't really happen a lot. Hmm. So how is things? So like, I remember when I went to kind of funny life too, and I would be explaining to my family and friends, like, okay, I'm leaving. I'm going to San Francisco. I'm taking some time off work to go to this internet podcast thing. Like, what was that like? Did you have to explain? Did you have somebody to answer to? Yeah. I mean, it's, I have a lot of explanations to do. Not only going on the, (laughs) like for prom, it was a little easier than kind of funny live. Cause for prom, I was like, I mean, it's an adult theme prom that I'm going to with a bunch of friends. And they're like, okay. Yeah. But for kind of funny live three, it's like, well, it's like a concert, yeah. but for comedy. And they're like, what? Yeah. And then beyond that, the, beyond. the most explaining and beyond nice. The most explaining that I really have to do is because I have a kind of funny tattoo, which is right there. Oh yeah, you would. <laughs> so, you know, I'm walking around, mm-hmm. smiley face in my arm. People yeah. are like, "Why did you? Why do you have a smiley face on your arm?" It's like, all right, so there's this YouTube company, right? And I have to go through the whole spiel. That's the world we live in now. We get we get tattoos of YouTube companies. I have to ask. The orientation was interesting to me. It was like yeah. it, like when you stick out your arm, you can kind of like look at it instead of like it going like down or up. Like that must have been a, a conscious decision, maybe, or just a happy accident. Yes. It was because yeah, yeah. um, when I was getting it, I thought like I don't want to get it looking outwards and obviously not looking at me directly because mm-hmm. that's just awkward. And I was like, I want to have like a happy middle to where I can see it and clearly see, oh, yeah, it's a kind of funny smiley and I can also show it off. Yep. So when I was at the tattoo parlor, he originally put it like facing outwards. I was like, actually, can you put it to the side? And he's like, yeah, sure. So I have it to the side and I, 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 love, I love the way it, it is because my – which is dumb. Whenever I <laughs> – as a kid <laughs> – as a kid, I always wanted to get tattoos, and my thought was like, I, whenever I get my first tattoo, I want to get it here, mm-hmm. and I want it to be that if I'm playing video games, I can see it. Oh, that is awesome, dude! That was my dream, like my lifelong dream. And yeah. both of my tattoos, when I'm playing video games, I can see them. What's your other tattoo? It is the Firefly it's logo. It's a kind right of funny there. dick. Oh no, uh, totally different. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so it's a it's Firefly. Like, yes, that's awesome. Yeah, so you got those pretty fairly recently then, like between pretty I much. Mean, yeah. I mean, Last of Us was twenty thirteen, so like pretty soon after that, or was it kind of funny when your first one? Kind of funny one was my first one. I got that August of last year, so yeah. it's about to hit a year. And then the Firefly, I got it. I think it was like around January. I like those. They're like they're simple, but like they look great. Like you can kind of get a little crazy. I'm. I feel like in my lifetime, I will get a tattoo. I know. I don't know if you like Megadeth. I don't know if you listen to Megadeth. It's super. Oh. Weird. I've, 
I've I've been through a mega death phase. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Every I feel like everybody's always gone through through a phase. Um, Dave Mustaine once famously said, like, because he he always has to answer, like, why don't you have any tattoos? Like, um, James Hetfield from Metallica has tons of tattoos. Everybody's got tattoos, and he's like, you don't put a bumper sticker on a Mercedes, man. And I always kind of like have that. Wow. That's that's incredible. Such a dangerous thing to say, but I'm like, ah, I like I feel like they make your arms look better. Like I, I, I love, love like a good sleeve, man. Oh, oh yeah, there's a it lot. Just of... look... Yeah, you can you can really get really creative with it, and it's just at the end of the day, the reason really why you get tattoos is one, it looks cool, and two, it's just fun to look at. Like it's fun driving or whatever, and yeah. seeing that you have like cool things that you enjoy in your arms so i love it i have to ask as somebody who's never had one like is is the pain like what they say like did you did you find yourself surprised at how you could tough it out or was it was it kind of like a bitch fest yeah it's not it's not really that painful at least not where i got them i got them in in locations especially the kind of funny one that's a location that has a lot of nerves and whatnot so it's one of the one of the painful sites but the thing that I always like telling people when they ask me is that more than pain, because you would think it feels like you're somebody sticking a bunch of needles on you, right? Mm-hmm. More of how it feels, it feels kind of like if somebody sticks your nail on your skin and then starts like scratching like very yeah. slowly. Uh, it feels yeah. like scratching. So it's like it's a pain, but it's more of a discomfort. Sweet. Of, it really just feels like that. really slow grinding scratching. But at the end of the day, you're fine. Yeah. And you're like no remorse or anything like that because this is no. – I, I don't know if you know this, Mario, but like it's permanent. Like that thing is there forever. I'll, what? No, I have no idea. <laughs> like, no. I've been trying to scrape it off. I just thought it'd take I've a special I've been trying. Soap. Yeah, I know, right? I've been using the soap and it didn't come off. That makes sense. That's so funny, dude. <laughs> no, I, I have no regrets. I, I honestly – I, I feel always, like that must be again, how you live life. Yeah, it's just the way I see it, tattoos – because my, my mother hates tattoos, correct? Yeah. So she she would always tell me, like, oh, you're going to get a tattoo. And then when you're 40, you're going to be like, oh, this was a dumb thing. And it's like, well, if you were smart about getting your tattoos, for example, my kind of funny tattoo, mm-hmm. 40 years from now, I'll be like, well, even if kind of funny dies and I never watch them again or whatever it is, I'll be like, well, you know, 40 years ago, kind of funny was a huge part of my life. And it's a smiley face. So, it's a smiley face. I know a guy and, with a Pantera tattoo on his leg, and I was like, "Ooh, man! Like that's that that might not age well, dude." But whatever makes you happy, dude. Yeah, just like flames and everything, and like the logo, and just like there's no like it could be something else. Nope. Yeah, that's a, for that me. It's just like Pantera. for me, for me, it's just the way. Like even if later down on the future I don't consume that or I don't like that anymore, it's still a big part of my life. So it's still a reminder of like, yeah, in my 20s or whatnot, uh, Last of Us was my favorite game of all time and I have it here. Mm-hmm. I love Well, and who knows, man. Uh, so my wife and I are expecting our second child and we're, uh, oh. we've been told that it's a girl. So we're going to go uh, run with that for a little bit. Ellie is the number one name on the list right now, man. So yes. who knows? But we don't know what's going to happen when this game comes out. I, I feel like Colin, What if she's a bad guy? What if know, she's right? a, Yes. I don't know, man. It could be could be real bad. I feel like there's yeah. another Ellie in I'm I'm totally blanking though. There's gotta be another Ellie in video games to. other than her, but yeah, there's somebody's Yeah, what if what if she's a bad right guy now. and she's just terrible and does terrible things? Yeah, it could be it could be real and then we'll be like, Yeah, somebody it was it was somebody else. Oh yeah, it's my great aunt. Is that another Ellie? Yeah, that's exactly. true, right? That's so funny. So I, I have to ask about the you've got a PlayStation 4 Pro in the background. 
Yes, wow, good, good catch it's right there. Uh, you can't miss it, man. It's the sandwich of consoles. That's like, my favorite. Like when they announced that, and, like, do you remember they kept stacking more and more? Like, yes, it was hilarious. <laughs> it was it was one of my favorite memes recently. Did you? So, what was your like graduation with PlayStation Four? So, yeah, I imagine you would have got one because you know, being part of the kind of funny. Chances are you're gonna, or even like beyond, you're gonna be on the play in the PlayStation family. So, of like, course. have that has that always been the case for you? It's always been Sony PlayStation, or was there anything before that? I grew up with with Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had a Game Boy, Game Boy Color. Then when I moved over to like, I had an SNES in the house at all times. Mm-hmm. Played a lot of N sixty four. So yeah, I was a Nintendo kid all the way until the Wii. Okay. Which you know the Wii like was very cool at first, but then it kind of you know took a very bad, bad tumble. And I love all you have to say is like, I was a Nintendo kid until the Wii happened. And then you can kind of just like give a knowing nod. Of and everybody knows exactly what you mean. Just like, of course, mm, then the Wii happened. Yes. Yeah. The Wii happened. But even through the GameCube like, though. You could do the GameCube, which I did a lot. Cause the okay. GameCube is probably one of my favorite consoles of all time. That's what I wanted to dive into a little. Okay. How come though? I, like I completely missed the GameCube. Oh, really? I'm always curious. Like For me, it was like because it looked like a lunchbox. It's like the one thing everybody loved about it. They can grab the handle and they could take it everywhere. Right. I'm like, I didn't like the little discs. I thought that that okay. was kind of weird. And I didn't love the controller. So I had kind of like I went on to Xbox at that point. So you was, do not like you don't like the controller. Really? Dude, I am. I get it. I am in the minority here. There's a very. Wow. Lot, well, is it a vocal minority of the people? Is it everybody who loves the? I mean, it must be everybody who loves the controller because they I, keep releasing it. I really think everybody loves that controller. God, it's a dang thing. It. I genuinely, even to this day, I love the DualShock Four. I think it's a per, like near perfect controller. Yeah. But the GameCube controller, just when you hold it in your hands, it just feels so natural and so ergonomic and perfect. I adore that controller. Yeah. I adore. Would you? Would you like? Because here's the thing with me is I can't imagine playing like with that controller. I can't pl- imagine playing anything but. Like basically Smash, it's a, or it's anything on the GameCube. I remember because I yeah. remember playing Madden at my friend's house on a GameCube, okay. and I was like, "This is kind of weird." That might be understandable, maybe, but I feel like for Nintendo games, for the games that Nintendo released for that console, it was absolutely perfect. Um, Mario Sunshine, for example, which hot my hot take <laughs> is that it's one of my favorite Mario games ever made. Yeah. I know that game like the back of my hand. I love my really? head. Like a, oh, yeah. 100%. Where, where I, were you in life when that game came out? I was very able to dump. Yeah. I was very young, but I did. It was because when I was playing N64, I was still young enough to where I, most of the games, like, I just didn't have the physical dexterity to, to do that. That's things. what I was going to say. But even like I feel like that got better with the GameCube, actually. It did. Yeah. yeah. So for me... When in the N64 era, it would mostly be me watching the TV and my dad would play along with me. And oh, I'd sweet. be like, oh, go over here. He was nice enough to where he did that for me. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, go over there and jump there. And my dad's like, oh, oh I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, you know, he, he always likes, liked games. So that's why he had no problem. But with the N64, the uh, GameCube, I mean, I was able to like, okay, I'm going to take this console home back to my actual house because they were separated Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna start playing with it myself and the first game because i didn't get it at launch i got a a little post-launch first game that i was like okay i this is my game i'm gonna dive into this was super mario sunshine Mm -hmm. so 
I just for, love it. For me, looking in, into Sunshine and like, I don't know. I feel like maybe the, I I feel like I'm on the outside completely with GameCube to be honest with you, but I didn't like the controller. I didn't like the the, the water spray and everything. Like I was very kind of like turned off by a couple probably not um, not really important things. But I had a I had a long standing connection with Mario. I I sort of had built up in my mind like he should be doing this thing with his even with his Tanuki and with his cape and everything and and even in 64 with the wings and then like the, apparently the sprinkler is just too much. That's it. That's that's where you draw the line. Sprinklers, no. Apparently, but like, did you like already have like that sort of established sense of what Mario is? It Mario Absolutely. or Mario? Do you say Mario or Mario? Mario. Sweet. Okay. Good. Take yes, that, Mario. Bobby 100%. Nintendo guru. It's definitely Mario. Uh, I'm, Itali- <laughs> I'm Italian, so it is definitely one thousand percent Mario. Thank you. Thank you. Proving my point. I appreciate Perfect. it. All right. Yeah, I mean, I had an SNES in the house when I was very young, so I would play a little bit of uh, Super Mario World. Yep. Um, I had a Game Boy where I would play Super Mario Land quite a bit. Yes, I love that game. I love it. And I mean, my first video game, and it's another video game that I also adore and know like the back of my hand, is Mario 64. Yep. I also can like do anything on Mario 64. I know yeah. that game because even though I was very young, I was still – like at first my dad would play, but then eventually I was like, you know what, give me that. And yeah. I would just play it. And so I love them both. I just have a special affinity for Sunshine. Mm-hmm. Did you say that your dad still lives in, in New York or did everybody move to, to Florida, if I can loop back to that? So my, my dad is currently here in Florida. Yep. Uh, not living in the same house as me, but very close. So we, currently we are here, most of us. Actually, uh, mm-hmm. we're going to move down the line. You guys nothing are, how, are you, how are you guys now? Everything's, that The separation happened a long time ago, but like, how, is, yeah. how is everything now? It's good. I mean – they're they're obviously my parents are obviously separated and currently still live with my mother but it's it's good like they like i said they've been separated ever since i was like two years old so there's never been you any really know any different exactly that's just the way my life has been it's two completely separate entities that's good times. man well video yeah. games are always there right i think that's the coolest thing is that like your dad's playing games with you and your and your your mom's letting you i don't know your mom playing games too or mostly just like allowing this to happen every now and then she like i like I guess I wore her down enough to where she would watch me play a few video games. Oh, I love it. That's the dream as a kid, dude. Just like, mom, mom, come look what I can do. Like, just of like, come course. See. Yeah. It's like the early days of streaming. Just like, I just want to show somebody that I can <laughs> do this thing. Oh, 100%. You're like, yeah, I came here. Come watch me. And they're like, fine. Yeah, whatever. Oh, man, I can't wait for like it to be like, come just come see this. Except for the fact that he's going to be my, my son is 15 months old. And, and uh, we actually I was about to set up the Super Nintendo Classic Edition upstairs. And then uh, my wife's like, you know what? It's actually easier for us to to um, replace the controllers for an old Super Nintendo than it is for these new like classic ones. So maybe just let him play with that one for a little bit. So at some yeah. point, he's going to be playing uh, Mario All-Stars. I think is going to be the first official card oh, we're going to have him. That's that's a beautiful first. That's pretty good, right? Really have a better first than that one. I think so. We'll have to capture yeah. it so he knows that, like, and even this is like kind of this weird, like, way of uh, uh, we can show him later. I was thinking, I like, I had put thought into this whole thing of introducing you to into video games. Of course, but anyways, we, we kind it. of moved away to Nintendo. But like, okay, so then you kind of the Wii thing happened, and mm-hmm. kind of just like handed people over to just kind of like in waves, just like no. Nah, go to, to somewhere else like so what was the handoff for you like what what ended up where where did you land in the playstation uh, on the playstation island when you landed yeah i landed on a ps3 slim that beautiful guy Sweet. um funny story i actually originally 
when I was like, okay, I'm going to buy a new console. It, Christmas is coming up. I'm going to ask for it. I'm going to get a new console. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get an Xbox because I guess I just had heard the name Xbox a little bit more. Yep. But remember, I was a Nintendo kid, so I had no real like consciousness of what like exclusives were of like Halo's Microsoft and God of War Sony. Right. And I remember going to my cousin's house and a friend of my cousin's had brought over his PS2 and we played through God of War 1 and I was like absolutely in love with that game. So I was talking, I believe it was with my cousin. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get an Xbox, buy God of War, blah, blah. He's like, wait, dude, you know that you can't play God of War on Xbox, mm-hmm. right? It's just PlayStation. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. It's like, oh, there's also this cool new game coming out called Infamous for the, where you're a superhero and it's only on PlayStation. I was like, sold. <laughs> that's all it took that's all it took god of war that. was really all it took for me to be like okay cool buy me the collection that amazing that's my yeah oh yeah and now so, we're now look where we are like you kind of so you went on like the full journey like it's like an entry point for you into like into the next level games i feel like hd gaming even and then yeah. you kind of went through that whole thing and then now i imagine you've beaten god of war by this point i'm sure absolutely i, I beat that thing in <laughs> Three days, I want to say. Did you really? Yeah, I did. And it's just, it's currently, as The Last of Us, one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah. And I'm actually working on getting a God of War tattoo recently, which, because I just love, I really love that game. And it just. Just across the whole chest and across the face. Yeah. You do the whole, like, Kratos thing. thing. I'm going to exactly <laughs> complete. No. Yeah. Definitely. You dip in your toes, like just the little ones on your arms, and you just go like straight to face tattoos. That's the way you got to do it. Like, (laughs) instant. One, two, and then the third step just goes. goes. That's why they call those, those are the gateway tattoos. That's why. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) No, but I love that game, and obviously have some special connection with the God of War franchise. Is the first thing that got me into PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So that's why a game like the new God of War means so so darn much to me. I love yeah. it. Yeah. On what level does it mean a lot to you? Because I feel like there's a lot of different like angles that that people kind of attach themselves to. I've heard so many different stories, but like what kind of connected for you? So for me, it's just on on the new game. Um, obviously, the idea of this is a franchise that I grew up with, and that you know back when I didn't have a lot of games, I would beat one and two and three. Mm-hmm. over and over and over and over again and then beyond that on the on the story side it, it's just it's just really poignant um the story with the father and the son obviously i have a father i've t- i've talked about him already so it makes me it, it it draws connections with you even deeper than it would be a, like oh yeah i used to like this game growing up to where like oh no this the story is poignant and it's 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 emotional and it's important and i i, I adore it i just adore the game I feel like, so there's oftentimes games are compared to movies and everything like that. And every time a game tries to become a movie or TV show, like we kind of cringe a little bit. And I'm trying to think of a, of a game or even a movie that kind of can be played by a wide range of, of people of all ages and either like sons or dads or everything. And I'm, tr- I'm hard struck to, to think of a game that like showed kids what it's like to be a dad, but also like made it fun. Like how, this is something that sometimes I just ramble Mario just to kind of like, I'm like, I think there's something here, but like there really isn't a game that how can you teach a kid? Like kids uh, are the ones playing the games to somewhere between like 12 and like, let's be honest. Like you're not going to be 18 by the time you play this game. We're like, 
hi, I was playing Wolfenstein when I was like six years old, stabbing a German shepherd in the face is my classic example. That's just what happens. So you have these young kids, you have these kids like who are probably at an age, I think a lot of them, like between like 12 and 16, maybe in that kind of very finite area who are angry at their dad, who are just like, they don't understand the dad's angry at the son. Cause like for whatever reason and so, and stuff is happening. And then here's this game of like, your dad's probably wanting to do something. He's probably wanting to say something, but he can't quite find the right words. Or he's got like, like he sees the next step for you, but can't quite like do this thing because it takes you off yeah. the path. Like, holy crap, man. That's it's incredible. Heavy, that's heavy stuff. And it's, it's, I think one of the most unique things about this, this, just medium is that two people can play the same game, the same God of War experience, do exactly the same thing, and come out with different, completely different takeaways. You might yes. have a son beating the game and being like, oh, I kind of understand my father, but you might also have a father playing the game, be like, oh, I want to be better to my son, and, and this is the kind of parent that I want to be. Mm-hmm. And you can have mothers playing the game and understanding both of them. Like, it's just, it's such an interactive experience so hands-on that you immediately put your own experiences onto it and kind of compare it's unbelievable it's incredible it's 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 it's, is that another uh, sony exclusive (laughs) that style of games most yep yep so um i kind of wanted to jump into the how did you get to a playstation 4 pro like i imagine that you had the, the the original ps4 which is still to me i think I don't even think it's really much of an argument. As somebody who pre- actually prefers Xbox, I think that the original PlayStation 4 is, bar none, the best-looking original console of all time. Stunning. Beautiful. Right? Like, everything else, they, they kind of, like, iterate on it, and there's always, like, version 2 that looks great. But, like, right out of the gate, they made it They made it perfect. I actually prefer it to the Slim. They made it, they made it very sleek. They made it beautiful, looked super premium. Yeah, that man. beautiful line, like the mm-hmm. LED line, it's it was a beautiful beautiful console mm-hmm. it had a few issues it was mostly which is kind of one of the reasons why i also gave mine away you know i had like the issues with the buttons where the the disc would keep ejecting on itself because same here the button the button the same was problem. a heat sensor mm-hmm. and it would overheat and then the console would think you're pressing the button and dude drives me it. crazy i actually had to go in i tore it open and I, I put a piece of tape over the sensor so now it doesn't work at all if i ever want to take a disc out i've got to go in manually and take it. so that's yeah. one of my huge i've got a list of, of gripes that i've got with the playstation they are and I mean. it sounds like a like an absolute jet engine and it's just so it looks that's good. one of the it looks beautiful absolutely but mm-hmm. there there came a time because I had a, I had a, I had a nice 1080p TV, and there came a time where I was able to get my hands on a 4K TV, which is like one that's right there right now. Yep. So I think it's like a 49 inch. It's a beautiful television. Yeah, very clean setup, by the way. Thank you, thank yeah. you. Yeah, I like I like keeping it clean, not putting too much stuff on it. My most ridiculous thing is by far the stormtrooper <laughs> right there with the straw hat and the Yankee jersey. That is alone. That is the reason people should be watching the YouTube video. I didn't realize it was a stormtrooper. <laughs> I just saw the Yankee jersey. Yankee's jersey. That guy is my favorite thing. It's the only like really extravagant thing I have in my room. I I love that. Like my desk has a few toys in here, but then it's just that guy. I've never seen anything like it, man. That's the Uh, coolest thing ever. He keeps me company. (laughs) (laughs) You scare the shit out of you in the middle of the night. (laughs) Oh, yes. It has happened 100%. (laughs) But with with the PlayStation, I got a 4K TV and this was like – 
very close to the time where I believe I was playing Horizon already or about to play Horizon. And I was like, ooh, okay, um, I should probably see and kind of like look into a PS4 Pro. Yep. So I went to a GameStop, figured out how much I could get for my own PlayStation, and it just made sense. I didn't really pay much for it, and I made the Switch, transferred all the information over like it was nothing. It was beautiful, seamless. I loved it. I love those trade-ins that like they make too much sense. You're just like, wait a minute. I've always heard hear all these stories, people getting screwed over and stuff, and then you just hit it at the right moment, and it's perfect. Yeah, it's and it's perfect. Thing. I got, I believe I got two hundred dollars for my PlayStation for my launch PlayStation. It's good, man. That was like already three or four years old. I was like, okay, so you're telling me I only have to pay two hundred dollars for, and I got like a little bit more because I had extra controllers, mm-hmm. so I had to pay like a hundred and seventy dollars for a brand new PS4 Pro. So, but you were never really like questioning because I know, like, when it was launched, I know especially Greg and Colin back in the day were very hard on it, and I was just as hard on them as well. In that, like, it didn't really seem worthwhile. Like, I was really kind yeah. of to me, like, for me personally, the best thing that ever happened to the PlayStation 4 Pro was the Xbox One X, where I, I got an X, and I was like, oh, maybe I kind of want to upgrade my PlayStation as well. But yeah. even though, like, they're not even like they're not even really the same. They're but, not like. Were you like right out of the gates? Were you like kind of questioning things or like how how was that journey? I feel like every PlayStation order went yeah. on that. Yeah, I mean for me definitely that was the biggest topic around like yeah. for months. Like everybody was talking about it with all the rumors before it was announced. That terrible conference that they did for it. Mm-hmm. But I mean looking back that conference is exactly what that console needed because if they, they didn't overhype it. They set the correct expectations for what it was. I was never – completely critical of it statement actually yeah i i think that conference in hindsight was exactly what they needed to do if they had gone full e3 full hype people would have been disappointed with the console yeah i guess the only other counter to that would be like why didn't they just make a a better option but ultimately that was a like the price point they got it right but in both situations they got it absolutely right they nailed it yeah, I think the X is maybe a touch overpriced but a, a little bit yes i think honestly i think PlayStation absolutely nailed the PS4 Pro's launch. It's yeah. made them a lot of money. I, I, it's they have shown how much money it's made them. Like it, it, it's definitely worked out for me. Mm-hmm. I was never too critical of it. it. For me, I was more indifferent. It was like, yeah, I mean, sure, I don't understand why they're doing this, but I won't personally probably I won't buy it. I'm fine with the one I have. Yeah. But after a release, then you hear people like, for example, Tim talking about his 4K TV and how beautiful. Games like Horizon, Horizon Zero Dawn are on the PS4 Pro. And then I never really cared too much because I didn't even have a 4K TV. But the second I got the 4K TV, it just made sense. It just makes sense. Yeah, it just kind of clicks into place. Mm-hmm. Why not? If, if I can get just a little bit more out of my games, make them either run a little bit better or look a little bit better, why not? And so mm-hmm. I did, and I'm actually really happy with it. I think it's a, it's a great step up. The pricing isn't terrible. They're not charging you $700 for this thing. Mm-hmm. And it's did, you ever, did you ever jump into VR at all? So for me, I still haven't been able to buy a PSVR, but I love PS PlayStation VR and I love VR in general. I, I went to E3 2016. That was my first real experience with VR and I came yeah, out in love, but I just haven't had the chance to do it yet. Yeah. Well, apparently, didn't they just say like the price is coming down another $100 or something crazy like that? Like permanently, it's not even a sale price? Yeah. What right do you think now, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say right now, I believe you can get like the P- the PlayStation VR Skyrim bundle for like two hundred and fifty dollars. Is that nuts, man? What does that What does that say to you, like as a as a PlayStation fan? Because I wonder. I don't know if I should be reading too much into this, or if it's just 
timing. Like, does this mean like the end of VR? Like, everybody likes to sensationalize everything that like it's a failure and all these other things. But like, maybe it's just maybe a new one's coming out. Maybe it's yeah. just like the stepping stone to the next thing. I don't know. Like, what does it mean to you? I don't think PSVR is a failure in the eyes of Sony yet. I don't think I do not think it's a PS Vita situation. I don't think it's a PlayStation Move situation. I think mm-hmm. they had low enough expectations for the first one. There's a, there's that great Shuhei Yoshida quote. Where he says, this is the original PlayStation. This is the first thing that we're doing. And that we want to build on top of that. That's a great quote. It's a phenomenal quote. And it gives you insight on the way of looking at it. So I believe the reason why they would do a price launch right now is because obviously we all know this current console generation is on its last legs. Mm -hmm. It's going to last maybe one or one or one and a half more years. It's not going to be a lot more than that. Yeah. I, what I think it's going to be, it's let's get as many people in as we can for cheap right now so then when we launch the playstation 5 with the psvr 2 people are going to understand the technology they're going to know what the better like what improvements they have on it and then they're going to jump in mm-hmm. that's smart man oh gosh i like and i i want it to be to be a thing i, I don't like seeing these things kind of like come up and then like flame out and stuff and i i have a particular sort of sensitivity to people dogpiling on stuff like i was really i I really hate that people dogpiled on the solo movie i don't know if you feel the same i don't know if that's even the same thing but like the fact that it was a failure because it was like people actively wanted it to be a failure yeah that that kind of stuff just drives me nuts i I think it can go too far solo is a a good example because i am a i'm a very big star wars fan i personally didn't love the last jedi it disappointed and same very very Lots of levels, just yeah, to say that. Yeah, I don't need Harry Potter in my Star Wars. I don't need her flying through space. Let's just get out of here. We we could have an entire podcast about that. Fair. So let's um, – but Solo, for example, I never watched it, and it wasn't because of like, no, screw this movie, screw Star Wars, screw Disney. It was more of a personal – you know what? I don't really have a lot of interest in this movie. Um, I, I'm sure it has its things, and I'm sure a lot of people like it for, for their own reasons, but – I don't really have interest in the in this movie, which is crazy because it's a Star Wars movie. Yeah, and I never watched it, but I was never also on the side of like, oh yeah, screw Solo. I'm glad it's failing. Like, and that's no, very fair. Not- that's that's a normal reaction to a movie release. We do that all all the time. Uh, but you're right. We could probably go on and on about about Star Wars. But I wanted to. Yes. I, I definitely wanted to dedicate a little bit of time too to your YouTube series. Uh, you're awesome. Ah. Here's why. And I was trying. Like, there's a few times during our chat today that I'm like, I feel like I could jump over to this now because you you have this amazing sense of showing appreciation to where where other people might not like like. I don't know, man. I feel like that's a that's a a skill you you develop very early on, and I very much admire that about about you. And, and also like blessing and all these all you youngsters. Like that's not what I was doing, man. I wasn't. I was I was complaining about everything. So I really love the sense of positivity from your awesome. Here's why. But like, tell me maybe a little bit about how did that come to pass? Because I and I want to come back with a a shared experience that I've I've been wanting to do something very similar, but you just went up and did it. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah, the show, like you said, it's all really about acknowledging people and just being good to people that are good to other people. It's just all about positivity. I really came up with it. I've always been a person that loves telling people when they're doing good things because there's that, there's that great analogy that a lot of people use on Yelp reviews where mm-hmm. when people go out to eat to a restaurant, if they have a good experience, they're fine and they go home and they forget about it. But if somebody has a bad experience, they're going to go out of their way to let people know that they had a bad experience mm-hmm. and the good one gets drawn out. So 
early on, I wanted to be different from that. I wanted to be like, hey, if you make a good show or if you say something I enjoy or if you do anything I enjoy, I want to let you know that you're doing that. Yeah. And I lived that way for years on Twitter and such. But one day I was just like, yeah, I wish I could tell them all, tell these people all these things that they do. And I just decided, well, why don't I make that into a show? Why don't I just decide to go weekly and select a person that I enjoy and be and tell them why I enjoy it? Because people hear nothing but bad things online. So it's like, well, mm-hmm. why not? Why don't I just go a little bit more personal than writing a tweet and tell them, you know, to their face, but really to the camera and be like, yeah. hey, you're great. And a lot of people love you. And a lot of people feel the way I do. They might just not be as outspoken about it. I couldn't have said it better myself, man. Like that's exactly it. And it's, it's just really too bad. I feel like, so I was at, when I went to kind of funny live too, we, I was almost just, I don't know if it maybe the exact same amount of excitement to be able to go to IGN and we did mm. a tour over there. And like, I was sitting on my hands because I don't know why I didn't ask this question, but I, I wish to God that I did. Um, but I wanted to ask them about like how they deal with, with comments in terms of like, how does the organization maybe even like prep the staff or like, listen, IGN is a dream place to work at. You've been working, you've been wanting this your whole life. Like, and you know about comment section, you know how the internet can be, but like, maybe there's like some sort of preparation. I wanted to kind of get a sense of that. And like what, what you're doing is just kind of like, it doesn't matter. Like you just kind of, you get to skip over all that stuff and just go ignore the haters. There's so many of us who, who love yeah. and appreciate you. I just, I really think that that's incredible. So how long has that been going on? It's pretty recent that you started doing this. Um, I just put out episode 12, so yep. it's been a little over 12 weeks. And do you oh, have yeah, stuff like in the can? Are you ready to go? Like, you must have like a list going on this. Thing. I do. I do have a list have of a hit people, list. you know, of course, of course. I mean, the ones that I've done so far are definitely some of the most impactful people in my life. They've been the longest videos down the line when it's people that maybe I know about but don't know as much about, I want to put in a little bit more research into the into the show and just be like, hey, did you, this person did this and this and this. But I definitely do have a list of people that I just want to shout out. And at some point, the show is probably going to end because I'm going to run out of people. You'll never, you never will. That's the best part. That's the beauty of it. People are you, great. That People are always doing cool things. You do blessing. You do out, like just run through the, the OKBs, guys. Like that's a whole – that's a two months – Exactly. Worth of stuff right there, so you're you're gonna be good to go, man. And then yeah. who knows what kind of goes on from there? So is this sort of like part of a journey of creating content? Have you always wanted to be doing stuff like this? Like what what's that all about? Absolutely, I've I've always wanted to do something creative, and just at, as an endpoint, there's that whole thing like oh, when I was growing up, I wanted to write for IGN kind of thing. Yeah, but is that not I mean, a thing anymore? It it. It, it is. I enjoy – I would love obviously working at a place like that. But um, currently I'm really enjoying what I'm doing right now, a lot of video production and, mm-hmm. and learning video production programs and things like that. And I'm just – I just focus currently on putting good, good things out there because I know that if I'm doing things like that and if I move on to different kinds of shows, right now I have this kind of as my pilot show. Mm-hmm. Then I'll move on to different things and the more that – more, the more things I make hopefully – you get noticed. That's a whole. That's a whole point. Somebody sure. catches you, and they're like, "Hey, come here!" And opportunities will rise up eventually. Wouldn't it be cool if, like, there was like a draft? Like, if like the IGNs and the Kotaku's of the world, they just kind of like year. they kind of go out. They've got like their scouts out there, and they're like looking. They're scouring the internet, the billions and billions of hours of content that's being created, and what they're like, like right. "Yeah, 
Uh, originally from New York, from Florida, we have Mario Napros. Hey, I'm like yes, like third pick in the draft. I'm like, thank you, everybody. Yeah, they put the jersey on you and everything. <laughs> Pretty incredible. I also was, I was about to try and dive into your name. Can you? Give, how do you say your full last name? Can you? Are we sharing that uh, with everybody? Yeah, that's funny. Uh, it's very Italian. It's a Piacquadio. Piacquadio. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure I like super Italian one because I always, I always like launch into the show like here and I, I get really easy names most of the time, but there's so yeah. many syllables. My challenging. That's why, that's why I came up with Mario Napros because it's not easy to know yeah, my you, last name. You couldn't do what I do, which is just the name. Like people, I mean, some people call me CN. I got that under Dominican. Oh, yeah. it's CN. No. Yeah, I definitely couldn't CN. No, no. I definitely couldn't couldn't just be like, yeah, Mario Pequadillo, that's me. It's like, nope. And thankfully, the Mario Bros name has been somewhat recognizable out there, so I kind of nailed it, I guess. Why Mario Nabro? Are you? Is it because you don't have brothers? It's really, honestly, <laughs> I just it's most because growing up being named Mario, you would get a lot of Mario Brothers jokes. Sure. And like, oh, where's oh your- yeah, I get it. Where's your brother Luigi? Where's your girlfriend Peach and whatnot? And uh, one day, shut up. based yeah one <laughs> one day based off of uh, Greg Game Over Greggy's, I was like, ah, he has such a great handle that's so like quick and snappy, and it's like three parts. I want to do something like that. Smart. And you know, I was like thinking and thinking and thinking, and then just I was like, oh, Mario not bros. That's perfect because you know I'm not bros, and people always annoy me with those jokes. So why Love not? It. Holy crap, dude! That is awesome. Um, is there anything else that you're working on on the channel that you kind of want to talk about the end as we close things up here? Is there what else? What's on, what's festering on your brain, Mario? I have I have certain a few ideas on my brain. Uh, bringing games into the channel a little bit more because games sure. are a huge passion of mine. Uh, right now, most of it is still in the embryonic phase where I'm still thinking it up uh, and focused on your awesome. Here's why making that show as good as I can make it for now. But something, some some things are gonna are gonna are in line. They're gonna definitely be happening soon to kind of keep expanding. I've had some insane support so far, so I want to keep no doubt keep on that, dude. Well, I see like huge things happening for you. Just you're oh. you're too humble and too great to for it not to. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much. Thank Did you. you have any questions for me at the end here? I was kind of like, is there time? Like I don't know. That's always putting people on the spot. But I no, don't it's any. it's great. It's great. No. I, First of all, thank you for having me on the show. It's been it's been a blast. I love the I love the whole like just conversation, just like kicking off. Just whatever, yeah. Started we started talking about New York and ended up on whatever the hell. It's great. It's great. That, that's my check show? mark, man. For like, is it a good show? Yeah, we just went. Don't know how we got where we went. Good one. Exactly. That's a good yep, show. A if you're just talking, you're like, oh, it's been an hour. Check. Did it? Mm-hmm. Nailed it. How how long have you been doing the show? Because you're honestly really great at just driving conversation and interviewing. I've been, I, this is your episode 162. So it's kind of crazy. My whole thing, like, to, when I started doing this show, was like, everybody's like, why did you start podcasting? I feel like I gave you 16 different answers. But one of the answers is, like, I just thought it would be so cool that whenever it wraps up, like, if it ever ends, to, like, look back and go, I've got this giant collection of conversations with people from all around the world who have all different, like, upbringings and experiences with games or family or whatever it is. And I got to talk to all of them. Like, that is, like, the coolest thing. So, That's yeah, really I've, cool. I've now done this about 160-some-odd times. And, nice. I mean, there's actually lost episodes that aren't counting towards that. And it's just – it's awesome, man. I, 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 the whole thing is – and people have heard me say this too. But, like, having – you've just gone to prom and, and um, E3 and I've been to Comic-Con and things like that. Like, this is a Comic-Con. Like, we're in line. 
Like we're waiting for three hours for the conversation. You're just like, what are you doing here, man? Like, how did you get here? It's It's perfect. Yeah, Yeah, it is. I, I, I really love it. And again, thank you for having me. to weatherman on you guys but like at the moment there is some crazy actually all day there's some crazy storms going on it's light it's dark it's like armageddon up in here it's kind of actually it's kind of like maybe a little bit of like majora's mask i'm also realizing my camera keeps doing the autofocus thing bobby just told me about it i gotta change that anyways mario thank you so much man i really feel like you know what i don't feel like we haven't we need i need to i need to catch up with mario this was last week that we chatted i don't think we you know what mario is unacceptable on my part I can't believe I haven't chatted with you since then. We connected, man. I feel like I got a new friend. Like, but I can't call back like the next day. It's kind of awkward. I really like him, man. I was just kind of like listening to three. Like you kind of just check to make sure everything is all right with the audio and everything. I was listening back. I'm like, I'm a lovely person. Like I just really like him. Mario, absolute sweetheart. That's what the show is all about. Meeting new people that you never thought. You never, like, I don't like meeting people. How is this show even a thing, man? <laughs> don't understand it mario you guys please follow him at mario not bros if you're not already and also the music check out ocremix.org that shantae remix is for shantae and the pirates curse on fire at ocremix.org pretty sweet man i just i still kind of i'm hearing it because i was just listening to it i kind of have it still like bopping in my head a little bit you'll notice this is what i meant when i talked my dad was helping me i've got my, my bookshelf is gone i've got all this space so the green screen everything i got my lego dimensions all over here soon we're gonna be maybe doing the stream over i want to do that i want to build lego with you guys or something because before we know it smash is gonna be out and i'm gonna have a baby like the same time so my days are numbered, so we got to maximize the gaming time. Remember, guys, please follow me on Twitter at Sean Capri, Sean Lee Connor Capri, like the pants. Follow the website, We the Nerdy, the, the show. Follow the show, We the GamerCast. You never know what greatness is going to come over there. Uh, remember, I do If We Ran Nintendo with Jason Lacey. It's back on Monday. We're, we're coming back. Big changes coming to that show. Uh, I mean, like you can't guess what that would be. The Xbox Drive, love doing that show. Probably have to record a different um, day this week, Dave. I don't know if you listen. <laughs> I should probably tell you before you hear this, because this isn't the best way to hear it. If you guys like this, if you like any of the stuff that, that I do, or any of the stuff as part of the Make Us Better family, please consider, if you haven't already, please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash makeusbetter, even a dollar. But at $3, you're in the show notes. $10, you're at the top of the show. Otherwise, this is episode 160 freaking two of We The Gamer Cast. Now your ears and your eyeballs. I hope you're back next week, because I'll be there too. Oh, Friday, Antonio Guillen. But for now, it's Jason. Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!